It's almost time for the Bachelor Party B-Side, but first, let me remind you of what else is going on here at The Ringer. First of all, go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash ringer. My wonderful colleagues, Cameron Collins, Chris Ryan, Sean Fennessy, Amanda Dobbins, and our dear friend, Wesley Morris, on loan from the New York Times, have an awesome video series going over the Oscars, which are coming up this Sunday. You definitely want to check those out. And hey, while you're there, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Why not? And when you're at your computer, go to TheRinger.com. There's so much to read there, including recaps. If you miss anything from Monday's episode provided by Mr. Roger Sherman, can't recommend it enough. He will enlighten you on what Becca's ex-boyfriend does now, where he works. Hint, it's an elite West Coast University, and who was singing that iconic cover of Leanne Rhymes' How Do I Live? You won't want to miss it, so check it out. TheRinger.com and YouTube.com slash Ringer. And now let's batch. Welcome to the Bachelor Party B-Side. It's week nine of The Bachelor, and we have the one and only Miss Becca Martinez here in studio. Hi, Becca. Hello. I've been referring to you as Baca the entire season. Love it. Some say Baca, like a a bird. I've gotten that before. You have? Yes. Um, (laughs) I I thought that we were innovators in the space, but I guess not. No, it was like my friends in junior high and high school uh, lovingly referred to as me as Baca. Okay, great. So, so I'm to it. glad to hear that other people are doing that yep. too. Keep it up. Keep it up. <laughs> um, you're fresh off The Bachelor. Yes. And fresh off the missing persons list mm-hmm. in Humboldt County. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. There's so much to dig into. I think we should just start with the obvious, which is your age. Are, okay. you, are you still 22? I am not. I turned oh. 23 uh, two weeks ago. Oh, wow. What's your birthday? February 10th. Nice. So you're an Aquarius. I am an Aquarius. I am too. Are you? What's yeah. your birthday? February 18th. Oh, Last happy, day. Happy I'm on the cusp. birthday. Do you That's like to awesome. swim? No, not really. Really? I mean, like, I like to be in the water, but. Sure. But, okay. Yeah, like wa- a water baby. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Okay. <laughs> um. So you were 22 for filming. Yes. When did you become aware of the fact, like, your storyline was going to be about okay. how old you are? I, of course, like when I auditioned for the show, I'm like, well, I, you know, I thought it was going to be Peter. So I'm like, well, you know, he's 31. I'm mm-hmm. 22. That's like nine years, a bit of an age gap. And then when I found out it was Ari, I was like, oh, he's 36. And that's okay. That's a bigger age gap. Yeah. And I kind of figured that it would play a part of my story, but it wasn't until they posted the cast list uh-huh. and I saw that my age had been redacted and yes. I was like, oh boy. So they didn't tell oh you boy, that was here a we thing. go. No, they didn't tell me they were going to take off my age. And so a bunch of people were like, why is she hiding her age? I'm like, I was very open about it. But um, yeah. Did the other women in the house like ask you how old you were? Well, it was so funny because on the first night, Becca Kay actually was like, how old are you? And I was like, oh, how old do you think I am? And she was like 28. <laughs> were you flirting with her? Yeah, totally. I was hitting on Becca for sure. Uh, She's like, well, I was curious because we were all asking each other and like I had no idea how old the other girls Mm -hmm. were in relation to me. I figured, I mean, there was another 23-year-old. Yeah, there was two 23-year-olds. Olivia, she went home on the first night. And there was like, you know, Lauren's 25. Anyway, so Becca asked me and she was like, yeah, I I thought you were like 28 or 29. I was like, no, I'm 22. And it was funny because from the first night, like to my face, a lot of people were like, oh, like, you seem like you have things together for being a 22-year-old. Like, that's yeah. awesome. Good for you. You Like, no one really had a problem with it. But, of course, when you're producing a TV show, yeah. there's a lot more prodding that goes into conversations and sure. interviews and such. And so I think that that's why that became such a big thing. And then 
I was also kind of advised to hold off on telling Ari about my age until our one-on-one. Oh. Um, so, yeah. So what does that mean, you were advised? Like, uh, you know, I'd be like, I'd be talking to my producer and be like, oh, well, maybe I should tell him. And he'd be like, well, maybe you should wait until a better setting where mm-hmm. it's just the two of you, which I do think was good advice. I think that if I had just told him on the first night, like, yeah, I'm 22, I think he might have been like, oh. Yeah, could have gone home the first night if that was like the first impression you right, were making. Right, right. However— uh, yeah, of course, and, until I started watching the show, I didn't realize how much it was discussed with other women in the house and how much Ari went – well, I knew Ari started making a big deal about it the moment that I told him because that's pretty much all we talked about for the rest of our time together was always like, but are you ready? Like, you're, <laughs> you're, you're 22. Like, are you sure? It was like that – it was – You pulled some good moves on him. I think I, – I will never forget when you were like – Stop trying to ask me what the future holds. I I can't tell you. Like that was Well, I mean, come on. It was our first date and I'm like yeah. he literally, I don't know if this I don't remember if this was shown, but he had my face in his hands and he was like, "Oh, he's promise a big me. face holder." Yeah, he was like, "Promise me you won't break my heart." And I was like, "I can't." They didn't show that. No. I was like, "What the hell? I can't promise you that." I'm like, "I can't promise you that if I'm 22 or 42." Like, it's I, true. Like you're, I'm not going to give you that reassurance, which I think was a big thing for Ari. Yeah, he wanted with every woman. He wanted to hear that he was loved, basically. Right. When did you get that sense about him? Like when were you like, oh, this guy needs reassurance? That on that one-on-one date uh-huh. for sure, because there was so much discussion about him just being like, just like tell me, like you need to tell me if you ever feel like you aren't ready, like you need to tell me if you ever are having doubts. Like he wanted to know so badly, so I think he could just you know, send me home if he felt like I, I I think he was really worried about taking a woman to the very end and then her rejecting him. Mm. But it's like, dude, that's, that's like the game of love. Like totally. If you're actually in love with somebody, it usually means there's a risk that they're going to break your heart. Yeah. You got to take it. Yeah. Do you think he was more worried about getting heartbroken or about not like having a successful end on the show? Ooh, good question. Uh, Mm, maybe a little bit of both. I okay. think he's definitely an image-oriented person. And I think it actually, <laughs> this is the funny thing. I think had he known how I would be received by the audience watching, I think I would have made it farther than I did. Because I think he was so concerned that people were going to give him backlash about right. choosing a 22-year-old. But everyone seemed to like me just fine yeah. and wanted him to keep me on. I think had he known that would happen, I he wouldn't have sent me home. You have, a, you have a high approval rating. Are you surprised? Yes. Mm, no. Very high approval rating here at The Ringer, to, to be honest. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's very excited you are coming today. Uh, I think you and Tia are like the crowd favorites from this season. Yeah. Did you like Tia? I did up until she threw me under the freaking bus. Yeah, that was rough. We'll come back. We'll come back to yeah. that. I want to talk more about Ari. So when, when was he like when he was like grabbing your face, and were you first of all, were you aware of how long his fingers were? I, I was really, I noticed that a lot on television. Well, we definitely put our hands together at one point, uh-huh. and I was like, whoa, this isn't a normal, you know, guy to girl hand ratio. His dwarfed mind. <laughs> he has really big hands. And I don't really have particularly small hands for a woman. Like, they're average. Sure, look average, average to, me. to me. Yeah, I think it's because size. he's a head grabber. 
that it's like his hands are like in but the camera. But he has big hands. He does. Is that like a thing people say about him? I don't know, but I said that about him. I was yeah. like, wow, you have really long fingers. <laughs> Can you like palm your face? <laughs> Probably could. Wow, we should uh, try to test that with him. But should I should I ever meet him? Um, do when he was asking you about your age and when you were with him, do yeah. you think he was worried about the women's reaction at the time, or was he still in the moment with you? The other women, what do you like mean? when they they knew that you were you're young? And do you think he was aware that it was a talking point in the house among the other mm, contestants? I don't think any of the girls actually cared. Mm-hmm. And Tia still says that it didn't have anything to do about my age. It had to do about other things. That's what she maintains. So, What are the other things? Should we just delve into yes. that right now? Yeah, I would love well, to. I think she briefly said it, talked about it at Women Tell All. And a bunch of people are like, what was she talking about? Because it was kind of edited and... But um, I had said something. We were on a van ride in Italy and we were, you know, one of the producers was like, oh, who are you guys interested in in Bachelor Nation? We were just having, we were having a girl chat. There's like seven of us girls in the car. And then I was like, oh, did you guys have any, any dudes you were interested in back home before you went on the show? And apparently that really rubbed Tia the wrong way because she's like, I'm in love with him. How could you be talking about dudes back home? And I was like, well, I'm not saying that I was in love with anybody back home. I'm just at like. Yeah, everyone's got a It's casual conversation. Not to mention Ari had a freaking girlfriend like a month and a half before we started filming that he dumped. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. A girlfriend of like a year and a half who was 24. Really? So, yes. Oh, interesting. Yes. So he likes And they broke up in like July. So, and, and here's another thing. I mean, maybe I'm just too much of a realist, but there was only a only one of us were going to end up with him at the end. So <laughs> that's not that's not realism. That's just facts. Exactly. Facts it's, only. It's, well, that's the thing. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to keep my options open back home because I was single before I went on the show, and sure. chances are I'm going to be single when I go home from the show too. Sure, it's true. It's so, just smart planning. Yes. Okay. I have to think ahead. Have you made up with Tia? The woman tell all is recent. Yeah. This is like a two week old issue. Yeah. Oh, also another thing that that she didn't say on TV, but I had been joking around about like. Like spin-off shows. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't wait till I get my spin-off show, like Life of Becca. And like obviously I'm I'm just joking around. I, it's my I personality. Would watch. I'd be interested in that. I'd love to have my own show. Let's but get I mean, you on freeform. It was, it was a joke. And then she, you know, she was like, Becca's not here for the right reasons. She's here for fame. She dear, you know, like, okay, wow. Whatever. Yeah, but here's the thing: everyone who's on the show agreed to be on a TV show. Of course. And if you didn't want to be on a TV show, you wouldn't be on The Bachelor. I don't care who you are. And here's another thing. If you're really going, this isn't a last resort to get married. Yes. If you say that, you're full of, can I say bad words? You can curse. Curse your head (laughs) off, girl. You're full of shit. If you go on the show and say it's like your last resort because all the girls on the show are like nines or tens and you have a higher chance going to your freaking bar on the corner in Arkansas and finding a man than you do going on a TV show where you're competing against 28 other women. It's so true. I mean, you watch the winter games. It's like, well, if you have a one-to-one ratio, yes, there's a good chance that everyone's going to find someone. Right. And so it's like, you know, I I don't know. I think everybody goes on the show to be like, yeah, I'm going to be on a TV TV show. Let's see what happens. And then along the way, Maybe you're like, wow, I actually really care about this person and I'm falling in love with this person. Just be real about the fact that you went on the show because you thought it would be fun to be on a TV show. Every single person is there for that reason. It's completely true. I mean, it's not like a natural way to fall in love. No. You have to be interested in like the cameras as well. Yeah. I mean, after doing it though, I think it's totally possible. I mean- You do? I do. Did you feel like you were falling in love? Well, 
For me personally, I thought I was. I genuinely thought I was. And I think once I returned back to my normal life, the bubble was kind of burst. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't really see him fitting in with my my, sure. my life. Um, That's kind of like any – like infatuation though. sure exactly yeah. like and anyone who you meet you're like oh my god this person's so special or right. wow i'm so interested and then like it wanes or it wears off and you're like what was i thinking right that's like that happens but it's like it, it's also like any other relationship where you got to meet somebody somehow yeah and so there's some people you know that i've absolutely fallen in love with and had wonderful relationships with and i could have met them on the show like sure. why not yeah. so so why did you go on the show other than being okay with like well, wanting to be on television? Well, because like I loved the show for years and and I always said I, I've been saying for literally three or four years, next time I'm single and like the opportunity presents itself, I'm gonna go be on The Bachelor. Cool. What was the first season you watched? Uh whose season? Allie's. Allie Fedowski. She's the best. And yeah, she's I really was like great. her. Yeah. She that was a really good season. I still remember Roberto. Yeah. So she should have ended up with Frank, is is the issue. I don't remember. All I remember is Roberto. She he was she was gonna pick him and then he decided to leave because he had a oh, girlfriend back home. Yeah. And she was it was just the ugliest cry. Like she's a really oh. pretty girl, but she was so beside herself. It was it was a tough luck. That was I remember that. It was a good season. Yeah, yeah they're in good. Bora Bora. The budget used to be higher. So she, Yes. So, so Her <laughs> season was exotic. I remember. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the applica- application process like? Well, I went to the open casting in Orange County. Okay. Um, I was like hungover driving to the casting call. And I so didn't want to go. I didn't want to like do my makeup and get all cute. But I was like, I'm doing this for Peter. I'm oh my doing God. this for Peter. Like I, I was seriously telling myself that in my head. I'm like, this is this is to me, Peter. And then the casting call went great, and it was just, it was almost too easy. It was crazy. No, like video. What kind well, of? Well, yeah, the casting call. You sit with um some some um casting producers or whatever and they have a camera in front mm. of you and I basically just talked about myself for like 30 minutes and <laughs> what'd you say did they ask you questions yeah they asked you questions and I knew it was going well because most women were you, you like sit in a hallway and wait for your turn and mm-hmm. most women were in and out in like three minutes and I was in there for like 35 so they started out with like what do you do you know what are you what are your hobbies and I just Obviously, I like to talk. Yeah. So I just took it away. Nice. And then they were like, all right, here's your packet for like the next round for the background show. Oh, and cool. Yeah. So you watched Allie's season, and then did you watch like every season since No, then? I watched pretty sporadically, but the past few seasons I have watched. I watched Rachel's season. She's dope. Watched- have you met her? No, but she's great. She's I read awesome. her blog, yeah. and like she was making comments every week throughout our season. I was like, "Yes, you are so she's awesome on it." She's she's just like, like a cool, normal person, dude. She's just so intelligent, yeah. and I just I love. She's got good little quips, and she's just she's cool. Yeah, she's um, awesome. Um, when did you find out it wasn't going to be Peter? Well, I found out when everybody else did, like when they just announced when Ari. they announced it. It was about a week and a half before filming. Yeah, it was okay. literally probably ten days before filming. Did you think started. about dropping out? No, because. My first thought was actually relief because I had hyped up in my head this idea of what kind of woman Peter would want to be with. Mm-hmm. And I had kind of started to stress out. I was like, I don't know if he's going to like me. Based on what? We have no idea what Peter's into. Well, he just seems very, like, put together. And just he's definitely into fitness. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, he which, is. Which I'm a rock climber, so I'm like, okay, that would work. But he just seems very kind of straight-laced, and I thought maybe I'm going to be too crazy for him. And then I was like, okay, this dude's a race car driver. From from what it seems like with his track record, he likes younger girls, and uh, sure. I don't know anything about him, so I figured 
have I'd be more natural and more comfortable going into it with a stranger than with somebody that I had watched a whole season before. Interesting. So it's like you didn't have to like bring your precon- preconceived right. notions. And I was like, this is cool. It's like meeting a stranger at a bar or something. Did you watch Emily's season? She was no, I after didn't. Allie. Yeah, no, I didn't. And I chose not to watch it back until after I got home from the show. That's actually. smart. Did yeah. you go back and watch it? I did. What did you think about the, the way Ari seemed in that season versus how he has seemed as The Bachelor? Well, I think – and yeah, also what it's like in real life. So I think it was it was really fun to watch Emily's season back after. And it made me kind of sad because she's just like so endearing and charming and cute and <laughs> funny on the on, yeah. on Emily's season. He's way season. more relaxed on that. He is. And I think that was the thing is I think he was so concerned on our season about looking good. And I think he was so scared of how the public was going to perceive him, that he didn't loosen up. I mean, I think you see him loosening up more as the season progresses. But even when you watch the bloopers on Women Tell All, like, he's goofy. He's just very silly, very loose. And the only times I saw that side of him is when he would, like, be a couple of glasses of wine in. Wine? Is that really his drink of fun. choice? Yeah. He was always drinking red wine. Interesting. Oh, yeah. He does. He talked about it a lot, that he's yeah. a, a red wine drinker. He likes wine. What's your drink of choice? Mm, just depends on the mood. Okay. I, I fell in love with uh, Dirty Martinis while I was on the oh, show. Okay. Because it makes me feel like I'm a real housewife. And sure. I really like it. So that's fun. Vodka but, martinis? Uh, yes. Okay. Fun. Well, that also depends on the mood. Oops. I just... Yeah, it's, it's we're, we're all good here. It's Depends. A, it's Sometimes a casual affair. If it's a cocktail party, then I'm going to do vodka. If mm. I'm just out for drinks with the girls, you know, and I'm wearing like maybe jeans and heels, uh-huh. gin. Okay. So vodka to like make you more peppy and gin right. have more of like a like a, a buzz. A like, cool girl. Yeah, vibe. sure. Yeah. yeah, sure. So was there a lot of drinking with just the women while the other stuff was going – while other dates were going on? Yeah. I mean – I honestly just got – it's so boring. There's so much waiting time that you don't realize. But it's like if a girl's on a one-on-one date all day, which there was a lot of – there was a lot of weeks where there were two one-on-ones, which means that for those two full days, we were just kind of sitting around doing interviews and having nothing to do. Were you, did you find that boring or fun? Like, are, like did you uh, bond with other women? Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was really – I developed – great relationships with the women but it was boring there mm-hmm. was there was always a moment where you're just bored out of your freaking mind and I read a lot which was cool and we nice. played a lot of card games and drank but it did I mean, there's only so much you can do when you're trapped inside a hotel or wherever you are do you have any access like do you get like a once a week phone call no you're, nothing you're cut off from the world in fact Something that was really interesting was the Vegas shooting happened while we were filming. And we were actually in Tahoe at the time. And they actually – it was so weird. They were like, okay, turn off all the cameras. Everyone meet in the living room. We were like, what is going on? And so they literally had to sit us down and tell us what happened, which was so surreal because normally – I mean, I'm pretty desensitized. I'll see, when one of those shootings happens or something, I'll see it on my phone. I'm like, oh, wow, that's sad. And I click off my phone and go about my day. Mm -hmm. But having – a person sit you down and yeah. tell you to your face, like, this many people were killed and these many people are injured. I was sobbing. And yeah. it was so strange. It, I've never experienced that kind of reaction before to, to an event like that. That is, It was interesting. Yeah. And also, you're already kind of, like, in, like, a sensory deprivation yeah. zone. Yeah. And everything is just, like, I'm sure elevated. It feels, yeah. feels more intense mm-hmm. and all of that. Wow, I forgot that was during the time of filming. Yeah, so when that happened, I was able – I have a cousin who lives in Vegas, so I was able to text my mom off the producer's phone and say, like, is, you know, is blah, blah, blah okay? Yeah, that's so, good. That's good. Yeah. Um, who was your best friend in the house? So, let's see. I was pretty much cool with all the girls um, throughout the season, but – 
Becca and I got really close as the weeks progressed, mm. for sure. We got really close. Um, Sienna and Ashley, you don't see much of Ashley on the season, but she's so funny and just of Ashley. Yeah. She's hilarious. She's on the blondes, got right? Such a, no, Ashley. Um, oh, I know. Ashley's light yeah. skinned. Yeah. She's black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. She had a good moment on the uh, Women Tell All. Yes, that's a good point. There was such an emphasis on you and Crystal and Chelsea to a certain extent. Yes, and then Tia. Tia yeah, that we basically don't know anything else about anyone. We don't yeah. know much about most of the cast. Yeah, and that always happens. But do are women aware of like who's getting the most screen time as filming's happening? I don't think everyone is aware of it. I think a lot of women thought they would be on the show. But for me, I, I think I realized pretty early on that if you're not saying things that are the most provocative, sure. you're not going to get screen time because other women that do say more provocative things will get that screen time. Because, I can, you know, if you make a comment and you're like, yeah, well, I love Becca, so hopefully she gets a rose tonight. No one wants to watch that on TV. Right. If you say things that are like, no, which is the truth. If you say the truth, which is like, no, I hope Becca doesn't get a rose. Love her. But if she doesn't get a rose, that means one more rose at the ceremony this week. You probably are going to get screen time. Right. I was going to ask if you um, said things intentionally provocative to the show. However, having been around you for 20 minutes, I can tell <laughs> it just comes naturally. <laughs> and you're like actually perfect for I it. I think I'm just a – yes, I think I'm a provocative person in general. And I'm also – I'm a contrarian by nature. Yeah. It's let's a blessing and a curse. This is a good segue into your thoughts on Crystal and Crystal sure. in general. Sure. Any regrets about what you said about her? <laughs> uh, no. I mean, well, this is interesting. You don't see this on the show, but she and I were very close the first couple really? of Really? I was probably the only girl that was actually friends with her. So I got really annoyed, actually. Oh. Women, you didn't see this on Women Tell All either, but, you know, Caroline was saying bullshit where she was like, I try to be friends with you. I'm like, no, you didn't. Not very many women actually tried to be friends with Crystal. And I did. And I actually got close to her and talked to her behind closed doors, which is why actually I got so irritated in Florida because she is, she was a different person behind closed doors. She talked in a different voice, said different things than she did in front of the camera. So that's one of the reasons why I was so heated is because I was like, oh my gosh, Crystal, just be yourself. Like, and none of the women wanted to be around her uh -huh. and it was because she wasn't being genuine and it just really what does she started actually to like me. what is genuine she's, crystal you know well she's she's a little crazy and she'll she'll admit that she's got a little screw loose who isn't yeah it's true it's true but the thing is people are more drawn to people who are transparent about their craziness sure yeah. So she was making comments behind closed doors where she'd be like, I don't know, she'd just be talking shit on people and stuff like that. And it was and it was funny. She's she's kind of she's kind of a entertaining character, clearly. Although so many people hate her on the show. I have to say I hate her. I I've been, well, I, if I ever saw her, I'd like probably have to hide or like I mean, stand in the corner because I've just said really mean things. But <laughs> she's based on what we've seen on the show, she sucked. I'm well, sorry. Yeah, and living with her was a nightmare. I mean, it did suck, but <laughs> Also, when you when I watch her back on TV now, I'm like, wow, Crystal, you're genius. Like your TV presence is just the it's voice just thing. So good, like she's like a Disney villain. Yeah, it's true. And it's also, so good. The I mean, voice is pretty hard to get past. Yes. Did she ever like? Well, now we saw in the Women Tell All that her like phone sex operator. That's voice what was I'm fake. saying. She didn't talk like that in private. So did you tell people that? Were you? Did you say anything to her? Like I Crystal, think we all knew, that's and that's so weird. Like, we all kind of knew that she didn't actually sound like that, which is part of the reason why we're all making fun of it. And people are like, "That's so mean." That's her voice. I'm like, "No, but that's not her voice." Right. 
It's pretty weird. And 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 now it's like, oh, she thinks that's sexy or hot. Right. Like that's the only takeaway. No, because she started. Did you notice when she yeah. was sitting next to Ari, she started doing it yeah. again? And then she would like go into that weird whisper that I just found mm, to be. Yeah. Yes. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Oh well. Uh, oh God. Um. Yeah. I just want to tell Ari that. I just want to tell Ari that my heart mm, is with him here. <laughs> I'm here for him and not the other women. And she'd like do this thing where she did this so much on the show. She's like with her face. She was really, she's tough. Seems like a yeah. very tough hang. But I think I'm also one of the only people that's cool with her now. Like, Oh, so you made out? Yeah, I like FaceTimed her as the show oh, was airing. And that's we nice. Like, yeah, so. Okay, what's she up I'm to? I'm cool with her. She's just, uh, you know, doing her fitness thing in San Diego. Okay. Just doing crunches. Getting tan. Okay. She's like, she's doing her thing. Okay. But I don't know. I think, uh, I, li- I don't know. I like her. And again, maybe it's the contrarian in me. But now I'm just like, man, everyone hates her. And she's just like doing her she thing. Can be a guest, she can be a guest star on The Life of Becca. Yeah, if you're can. If you're cool with her. Totally. No problem. <laughs> um, I'm curious about some of your dates with Ari. Yeah. So you got a one-on-one in Tahoe. Yeah. Have you been to Tahoe before? Are you from Fresno? Dude, I'm the only person there who had been to Tahoe multiple times. Yeah, I go almost like, every year to snowboard and like, yeah. So it's I like, was like, really? Why is my date here in Tahoe? That's a bummer. But you know what also is a bummer? Not to be the girl that complains that about going. That you went going, to Reno? Well, no. I mean. Okay. I mean, <laughs> like who doesn't go to the California side? Sorry, Nevada. I'm, Unless you're going to gamble, but I didn't see that happening on TV. No, it didn't happen. Yeah. But... No, the thing that sucked, not to be the person that complains about going to Europe, but I haven't been that many places internationally. And of Mm -hmm. course, the two places I've been to are Paris and Tuscany. That does suck, actually. So when they announced that, I was like, bummer. Not to complain, but like, I wish. seemed cool. I know. That seemed really cool. Yeah. Didn't make it that far. Bad beat. I'm sorry for you. But like in Tahoe, I know. I was like, wow, this is kind of a date that is sort of normal. Like, I wanted a helicopter date over. Peru. Yeah. You know, like that's what I wanted. I'm not, yeah. I mean, I know I sound like a bitch complaining about, uh, but like horseback riding, like also some smelly. guy, the, Hor- well, horse- also some guy the other day, like invited me like on a date to go horseback Ooh, riding. Who? Just some guy. Whoa. Are but, you, are you dating him? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, we, it was their first date. Actually, it was last night. Was it a, so a nighttime horseback ride? <laughs> no, we didn't go horseback riding last oh. night. We like cooked dinner last night. At whose he, house? At his house. You're back in the dating world is what you're telling me. This is actually this is actually pretty much the only date I've gone on since the show in the past three months. I've actually been like very single since the end of taping. By choice or like yeah. just can't meet anyone that you like? No, just by, I mean. No one's sliding into your been, DMs that you're interested in? I mean, in? so many people sliding into my DMs, but no. Uh, <laughs> people listening, not the way to get a date with Becca. Yeah, no, it's just, it's overwhelming. But yeah, no, I don't know. I've just been so busy and it's been nice to just focus on myself. And, but yeah, let's okay. see what happens with this. Okay, back to Tahoe. Back I, to Tahoe. I can't wait to hear more about this, like, amateur right. chef that you're dating. <laughs> but back to Tahoe. How awkward was it? When you're in like the random hot tub and you're just like, how- uh, I loved it. You did? <laughs> well, this is another thing where the hot tub was cool, but I also go to a lot of natural hot springs in sure. general because I'm a pretty outdoorsy person. So I was like, this date is cool, but this is like kind of a normal date. Sure. But also that was sweet because I'm like, I'm in my element right yeah. now. So it was nice. And it was a cedar hot tub. So like it the did water look cool. smelled like cedar. It was amazing. Okay. And like you actually, we like put logs into the stove to heat it and stuff. Really? How's yeah. Ari in the outdoors? Uh... I mean, he seems comfortable enough. Okay, that's not a ringing endorsement, Becca. 
No, I mean, not 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 getting his hands dirty. <laughs> it was fine enough, but I mean, it wasn't very outdoorsy. We were like, there was wine and cheese and stuff and everything like at the hot tub, and oh, which nice. was it he was just fun. Love, he loves his wine. I know he does. He's into the finer things. It was actually so fun. Like okay. the the hot tub was great. Pretty pretty steamy, <laughs> pun intended. Nice, but it really yeah, we got, it, things got pretty. How pretty many heated how many the... cumulative hours do you really spend with him on a one on one? It honestly just depends. So like Crystal, when she went on her date, for instance, they flew to Scottsdale, which they must they must have known that she was going to be crazy because like who gets a date like that on the first week? I think they did know, but I. I don't, I, I don't have uh, like evidence to back this up, but I would guess something else fell through, and they're like, "We're going to Scotts." Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe. Actually, yeah, I, I would, I would uh, guess that was probably what happened. Well, I don't know, but the whole date of like him, of her meeting his parents and stuff, like that's very convenient that she ends up being Miss Crazy on the on the season. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Or, I don't know. It's weird to have to introduce his family that early on. Yeah, also. it's very. Also, she lied about it. We didn't she know did? she met his family until literally. After filming, really? Because well, I Ari she mentioned came back it. and she yeah. wouldn't talk about it. She was like, "I'm gonna keep she, it private." No, she straight up lied. Like we were like, "Did you meet his parents?" And she's like, mm, "No." Why like, would you lie about that? I don't know. It was weird. But What's we, the point? Is she that, kept it hidden. Just from a strategy standpoint, I would want everyone to know. Be like, yeah, yeah bitches, I exactly. met his parents. Exactly. <laughs> Me too. Doesn't make any sense. I know. It was That's weird. Really confusing. But anyway, so for her date. They spent all that time in the jet and, like, drove around just the two of them. Like, they got probably a full, I would say, like, 14 hours, wow. 15, maybe 16 hours That's on their date. That's a long day. It is. That's it's a lot of really, time with Crystal. And I it's a survive. lot of time to talk, too. Like, yeah. he and I didn't get that much. We didn't drive together to meet in Tahoe. Like, we showed up at the same place. Then we had our, like, we couldn't really hear each other on the horseback ride, so there wasn't much talking with that. So with, like, hot tub time – and then the evening portion of the date, we maybe got a total of like four or five hours. Okay. But it just varies. That's pretty low. Or like Becca Kay didn't get much on her first week date because like she was pretty much trying – she basically got a date with Rachel Zoe. Yeah. That seemed like actually one of the worst dates. Yeah. Um, Except she got to go home with Louboutins. That's true. And then, yeah. I, I, if I were her, I would sell the clothes that I got. And Me keep, too. Keep the shoes. The shoes eBay. I mean, the dresses weren't that cute anyway. Let, yeah, totally. She, she seems really nice though. I like her. She's – Amazing. Yeah, she seems lovely. She's so I think genuine. She's, I think she's getting a weird edit because we don't get an like she seemed really cool in fantasy suites. Like I liked when she was yeah. kind of telling off her ex and he and she was just like, What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. But we didn't really see a lot of that from her. And I you just yeah. see her being like nervous about Ari, which sucks. And it's probably the way that I would be. I mean, I, the yeah. anxiety of like competing with all the other women, I would probably like be like physically debilitated from it. But right. well, I think once again, you just there's more provocative characters that just yeah. got more screen time. But she is she is a wonderful person. Like she's got she such like a it. pure heart. And like I the thing I love about her is she's not stupid. Like she didn't go on the show being like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fall in love and find my husband. But she went with truly an open heart and mind where she was like, Well, maybe I will. Mm -hmm. You know? And I I just think that she she's just so honest and so yeah, transparent. She, you mentioned that Ari and Crystal spent 16 hours together. Yeah. Do you think Ari has 16 hours of material inside of his brain of like things to talk about and like talking points to keep things lively? My first instinct instinct is like, oh yeah. And then I realized that for myself, I can create 16 hours of talking points sure. with anybody. With uh, like, my mom texts me while she's watching the show and she goes, I'm not surprised you had a connection with Ari. You could have a connection with a pet rock if you wanted to. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. We, got, we need some time with your mom. She sounds phenomenal, first she's, of all. She's wonderful. Obviously cares a lot about you and was very worried. <laughs> yeah. 
let's we get let's just talk about oh, the missing gosh. person situation. Yeah. If for any reason you aren't aware, which I can't imagine, Becca ended up on the missing persons list in Humboldt yes. County in November. And then it came to light in January that you were still on in, on the list, or maybe yes. February. Yeah. And some random person who watches yes. the show is like, she was, she's not missing. She's on the yeah. show, blah, blah, blah. And now right. here we are. And this has been discussed at, at length right. in, the, in the media on Jimmy Kimmel Live. And now we're going to get into it as well. Yeah. So I might as well just go, since we're in this setting, like, I really simplified the story mm. uh, because it's actually like the most insane like it doesn't sound real and it's so funny because so many people were like what a great publicity stunt I'm like I could not dream up this kind of publicity (laughs) stunt if I tried if this was a publicity stunt somebody needs to be getting paid a lot of money because this is genius I want to get into this missing person story I really really do but first let's talk about Everly Well let's be real Finding the time to get a lab test is almost impossible, not to mention figuring out how much it will cost you or what your results mean. But now it's easy to order the test you want at everlywell.com. It's an at-home health testing company that offers a variety of tests from food sensitivity to metabolism to thyroid. Each test is physician-reviewed, private, simple, and processed through a certified lab. All you have to do is head to everlywell.com, choose your test, and they'll be shipped directly to your doorstep. Once you collect your sample and send it back to Everlywell's certified lab partner, you'll get your doctor-reviewed, easy-to-read results online in just a few days. No more sitting in waiting rooms, no more mystery bill, and no more waiting on your results. Head to everlywell.com and use promo code BACHELOR to take 15% off your first order. That's everlywell.com, promo code BACHELOR for 15% off your first order. Take control of your health today with Everlywell's at-home health tests. Your tests on your time and on your terms. All right, Becca, talk to us about what really happened when you went missing. We, this is the first time I'm actually talking about it. So you're getting the, you're getting the exclusive. Bop, 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 yeah. exclusive. <laughs> so what happened was um, I was communicating to my, like, I always check in with my parents. People are like, oh, how old are you? You need to check in with my parents. I'm like, I'm going to keep doing this because I commun- I love my family and I communicate yeah. with them on a regular basis. I literally can't go more than six, six weeks without seeing my mom. It's fine. Yeah. I well, yeah, the show was so hard for me. Like I didn't yeah. get to talk with them. The I totally time. get it. But anyway, so yeah. And I had just come off the show. So my family was, did want to be in really close contact with me because they, they missed, missed me. Yeah. So I didn't have any cell service and I was communicating with my mom through my friend's cell phone. Um, she got kicked off the farm. Oh which, my like, god! Like, how do you get kicked off a weed farm? So first you, of all, were you woofing? Like, were you? We working? were just like, well, it's a farm that people work at, but we were I just see. chilling there. Okay. Like, I, I like, had you weeds rent off a, from nanny and, a room. No, I mean, like, she just knew the people that owned the farm, or like, it was a friend of a friend who owned the farm. So we were just like camping on the property. It's beautiful up there. Like Humboldt County is gorgeous. There's like so many trees, and it was just like. It was it was so picturesque and it was really nice to not have cell service and just like unplug after coming sure. back home. Like that really is why I, why I went. But anyway, so she got kicked off the farm. What'd she do? And she was just being she was just being a bitch. Like she was yeah. that's at the end of the day that she was just being a bitch and she was just a very like spoiled, spoiled brat. Okay. And so when she got kicked off, she's like, Well, like 
basically was like, come with me. And I was like, mm, no, I don't want to. Like, <laughs> Not ready to leave. And I also don't want to leave with you because like you're difficult to be around now because I had been with her like a week at that time. And I was like, I don't like you and I'm not interested in continuing a friendship with you. And then she got really mad that I didn't want to leave with her. And she was like, you're siding with everyone else here. And I was like, yeah, I kind of am. And uh, so when she left, I tried to text my mom off of somebody else's phone that had service, but I guess the text didn't go through. Oh, interesting. So now this girl, crazy girl who gets kicked off the farm has is the one who has contact with my mother. Oh, no. So my mom texts her like, oh, how's Becca doing? And she makes up this lie and says like, the owners of the farm are meth heads who what? threatened me with knives and oh I had to God. leave Becca behind. Oh, my God. So your mom thought that you were getting, like, knifed my up? My mom was thought that I was getting – yeah, she thought I was getting held hostage by meth heads with knives. Oh, my God. So obviously she's freaking out and she's like, um, can you give me somebody else's contact info on the farm or, like, tell me where exactly she is? And she goes, no, I'm sorry. I can't give you that information. Stops replying to my mom. Oh, my God. So this girl's no longer your friend. Of course not. Jesus, so your poor vindictive, mother. so vindictive, and I know what she did, did that. What did you do to make her so mad? I just it, it's literally exactly the story that I told you. you she got kicked behind. off the farm, and I did side with the people who like told her she had to leave. And I was like, no, you are a bitch. Like, I, and I don't want to go with you. Wow. So, but yeah, she got. I mean, like that makes a lot more sense to be honest. Yes, it does. Like, and so she was just so crazy and vindictive. Like, I'm not making it up. I didn't do anything to her besides what I just said. And she's just a crazy person. And she wanted to get back at me by like, who does that I to somebody's know. family members? That's just mean. Yeah, that is really That's evil, mean. really. Because yeah. like my parents are thinking that I'm possibly dead. Like they don't know where I am in Humboldt County. Like. That's so scary. Yeah, completely. So scary. So that's why my mom filed the report. Obviously, I'm on the farm not knowing that this girl yeah. is telling my family that. Right. Of course, because I didn't think I, – I, I thought she was crazy, but not that crazy. No landlines at this farm? Mm-mm. Interesting. But, well, no, but that's the thing. Other people had cell service, mm -hmm. and I thought that I had sent a text to my mom through them. Right. And then, like, I, I thought, like – me being a sane person, I thought my friend would give my mother other people's contact info on the farm because right. she had other people's phone numbers. Yes, her friends took you to the farm. Yes. Okay, so this girl, she's nuts. She's nuts. She really is. And so anyway, got I got into cell service because I was like, man, I feel like I need to go home. Yeah. Then I find out everything that had gone down. So you knew you were on the list. Yes. Yeah, so we called that day, that same day she filed the report and was like, no, I'm fine. But we left voicemails. Hey, you think the police would check that? Yeah. So I didn't know I was still on the list until fast forward to, yeah, February when they call and they're like, so we're guessing you're not missing. I'm like, no, I'm not missing. What the hell? That's such a crazy thing. It's so crazy. And in that moment, after I got off the phone with the sheriff, she was like, yeah, she was like, oh, somebody recognized you from the show. I was like, oh, God, this the, is going to blow up so hard. Yeah, and the timing was pretty uncanny because the story came out, I think, on a Friday. And then the following oh, Monday, God. I think you were eliminated from the show. Oh, yeah. So it was almost like – It, it almost did, did seem like a publicity Yes, stunt. it did. It, was, it, to it totally did. Yeah. But it was too weird to be one. Also, like, yeah, the real story is so Even weird, too. It's just bizarre. Yeah. Has that, has I also hit a bear on the way up to the what? farm, by the way. Like, this story gets even crazier. Like, a bear took off my bumper. Did the bear die? I don't – well, it ran off into the forest after. Is your, so it did, so at least it was able to get away. Is your car um, damaged My whole well? bumper is held on by zip ties and duct tape right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Got to get you this Life of Becca show so you can upgrade your car. <laughs> no, for real. That's, I need to pimp my ride ASAP. That's a pretty crazy story. When yeah. did you get home from filming? In early November or late October? Uh, late October, right before Halloween. Oh, nice. Are you yeah. a big Halloween person? I bet you are. I love 
Halloween. Yeah, I could tell. I plan my costume all year. Uh, this is a good segue into the Moulin Rouge date. So you <gasps> had a great time, I guess. I had a great up. time on all the group dates. Did you? Yes. That's What was the best one? Well, I think they were all so cool. Like a demolition derby. Yeah, that was cool. That's so cool. They yeah. gave us real cars to drive into. Like, yeah. That's amazing. 100%. The wrestling date, like I got to learn from actual like WWE people. Like sure. how to do the fake wrestling. So fun. Yeah. It, you, so I fun. think you got you seem like you had a good experience. Great even, experience. Even though you've been to Paris and Tuscany, two great yeah. places anyway. I did hate the bowling date because I hate bowling. Yeah, that also was like literally the lowest budget date they could have thought it of. It sucked. It was pretty weird. So what are you doing now after the show? Uh just living my life. I'm still nannying. Um, do you want family that you nanny for? Yeah. Do they know you were going on the show? So actually, I was nannying for the same family for about a year and a half before going on the show. I was with the baby since she was six weeks old. Aww. It was very sweet. But so when I went on the show, right before I went on it, she was going to be transitioning into daycare anyway. Oh. So the timing kind of worked out. Like I had to find a new job anyway. Mm -hmm. So when I got back from the show, I got a new family. And I oh. told them like, disclaimer, I'm on the show. And they're like, oh, well, we don't watch TV. So like whatever. Also, it's LA. There's yeah. so many weirder yeah, they don't, jobs. Exactly. Or they don't they don't care probably fine they don't care at all cool will you be going on paradise this summer i mean according to chris harrison yeah I guess. he made it seem like you had discussed dude it. i had not discussed that with anybody i was like um chris i have not signed anything negotiations have not been made do not ask act for a lot like of I'm money there. tell them about your car accident oh yeah I um i think the, well, you would kill it on paradise i think i think i would love paradise you're, you told me you're an aquarius you'd like to be in the water i love the sun and like it's just the perfect excuse to get a great tan <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think should be the bachelorette? Oh, oh my God. I can't that's, say that. That's okay. <laughs> Just spoiled it for everyone listening in the control room, but it's fine. They're, <laughs> they're all professionals. Perhaps we'll bleep this for the podcast. Um, moving on. Do I think Tia should be bachelorette? No. No Tia? Because you're still mad at her over your fight. No, I mean, like, I'm, I'm pretty much over it, but, like, okay. not. She was I'm, I'm more like not over how everyone else got over it so fast. About Tia? Yeah, they're like, and now everybody's just like, she's such an honest girl. She's like a girl's girl. I'm like, what kind of girl's girl pulls that kind of move? Yeah, that's not cool. I will say one thing that makes me think she should be the bachelorette even more is that she clearly takes this very seriously. And you need someone to buy into it. Yeah, which I have a lot to say about that. Well, let's hear it, Becca. The floor, okay. the floor is yours. She is Raven's friend. Raven, I'm sure, feels robbed of not being the Bachelorette after she had her heart broken on Nick's season, which I'm not. I, I think Nick, I mean, I think Raven really was uh, pretty into Nick um, watching that season back. Have you I, met Nick? God, I don't want to. Really? Ew. I think he would like you. Oh, I... My toes are curling in my shoes right now. <laughs> really? I think he is disgusting. You do? He's repulsive. Why? <laughs> it, like his small mouth and like his curly hair, like everything about him is just, I hate him. Oh my God. I, 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 I know there are women him. out there who hate Nick, but I haven't met, met any of them. And now I have. Wow. I think he's disgusting. Okay. That's sad I, for him. No, no. Because you know when I first hated him on Andy's season? When he called her After out. the final rose, yeah. he goes, then what if you didn't love me? Why, why did, did you make, make love, love to, me? to me? Yeah. It's lame. Not, not he cool. could never redeem himself after that for me. Okay. Never. Fair enough. Many people in America agree with you. Ugh, disgusting. So you think Tia is too serious? She's. It's fine. Hear I just it out. don't think she's being that real because she's, look, she's an intelligent girl. Mm -hmm. She is. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh. I'm sorry. She told Ari she was in love with him in Florida, and that was their first freaking one-on-one. She had probably spent a total of three hours with him before that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, she didn't really know him 
I mean, none and of them do. Me, and to me, like, she was saying that I had all these red flags because I had doubts. No, to me, it's a red flag if you don't have doubts after only spending, yeah, like, course. six hours with somebody. And you're ready to sit. You're, you're, you think that person's going to be your husband after it's that true. amount of time? It's true. What? But this would make her, all of these things would make her a good bachelorette. I think a better bachelorette would be somebody who's, like, the first self-aware person on the show. Who's like, I don't know, dude. I haven't spent that much time with you. I don't know. You. So I think that, I think Nick was kind of a self-aware bachelor and so many people yeah. didn't like him. I, think, I thought I will say I thought he was a great bachelor. Yeah. I mean, it's also tough to follow up Ben, but he did a good job. I love Ben. Yeah. I mean, Ben seems like a great guy, but his season was a snooze fest. Yeah, a lot of people think that. What's your favorite bachelor season? Let's see. How many have I watched? Did you watch Juan Pablo? I think I would have loved it, but I think no, I didn't. He, I think you would have as well. <laughs> I, I think you would have as well. I didn't watch it. Uh, whose season have I watched? Mm. I did like Nick's. Nick's was really good. It was good. It was, it was interesting. Cool. Yeah. And I really was like, oh. No, actually, I was going to say, oh, I was really wondering who he was going to pick. No, I was like, how did Raven get this far? And Are you going to, like, embrace Bachelor Nation now? Like, do you want to have, like, all these people leave and they get, like, podcasts or they, they like, um, hang out with each other and do bar appearances? Like, are you going to do the bar circuit or, like, like traveling to get paid to show up at a bar for 10 minutes with Ashley I and Jared like um, is that in your future well me and Kendall are doing that like next month oh you are yeah what's Kendall like dude I cannot sing the praises of really? that girl enough she is she's she seemed cool but I feel like she was just labeled like the quirky one we right. never got past that but well, she seems cool she honestly was really weird on the show like <laughs> not a lot of us were like she and Jacqueline were really close and she was good Jacqueline friends seemed weird too in yeah, a good way yeah, yeah, I like yeah, the weirdos yeah um, like they have personality but I didn't actually get close to either of them even and Kendall will even say now she thought I was annoying throughout the whole filming really but I think she Becca the other day was like because I said this in an interview last week and Becca K was like oh, rude because I was like <laughs> I think Kendall's like my best friend from the show but Kendall and I have gotten really close after the taping we both live in LA right and we go out like all the time nice. together and it's and our friend groups are kind of merging and she's awesome she's like clearly so sweet like I think her speech to Crystal on their two-on-one like says it all. She's just that an was amazing wild. person. That was incredible. Television. She's an amazing person. Yeah, she's it, it, that seemed like she was having a revelation. We were watching in real time. Yeah, it was kind of funny. I was also, just like, I feel so sorry for having to be on a two-on-one with with uh, Crystal. That's she rough. just handled it so well. Like yeah. she was so mature and wise about it. You could tell because she handled it well. It then affected her edit where she got more time, and it was like yeah. a good, like, and it'd yeah. be good for her story arc. I mean, basically. she did make it to the three-on-ones. You got to have so some shocked. sort of a three-on-one uh, top three so you have to have some sort of character development yeah totally and she uh, had to roll around in the sand with Ari which was pretty bizarre yeah did she, t- did she have fun with doing that yeah I, I don't want to so. make you speak for her but that was just a weird ass date yeah really Even I thought that seemed fun rolling around in the sand well they got to like it was like snow sandboarding I know but then you like have sand all over you yeah, you know I'm what not I, an outdoorsy type. You know what I was not about was, and I tweeted about it. Becca's tent setup, awful. Lauren got so a freaking unfair. hot tub in her room. I know it's so unfair. Becca got shafted. I literally tweeted. I was like, um, "Where is she going to go pee after yes. they have sex?" Like, I know they're setting her up for a UTI. UTI. I know. Not fair. I text her. I was like, where did, like, where was the bathroom? She's like, we peed in the sand. Like, they literally didn't have a That's bathroom. That's not sexy. As, as Ari would say, not sexy. Like, wipes? That sucks. That really I sucks. I think that's the perfect note to end this podcast. <laughs> um, go. Becca, you thank you so much for coming. I am honestly honored to be the first place that you shared the true story, how you ah, ended yes. up on the missing persons list. I hope you'll come back for more Bachelor commentary. Sure. Sure. And i um, looking forward to seeing what's next for you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks. Don't forget to listen to Bachelor Party on Monday. 
We'll be back for the finale right after and on Wednesday to recap the after the final rose, which is supposed to be bonkers. Uh, stay tuned. Thanks again to Everlywell. Finding the time to get a lab test is almost impossible, but now it's easy to order the test you want at everlywell.com. Everlywell is an at-home health testing company that offers a variety of physician-reviewed private tests from food sensitivity to metabolism to thyroid. No more sitting in waiting rooms or waiting on your results. Head to everlywell.com and use promo code BACHELOR to take 15% off your first order. Remember, it's Everlywell, your test on your time and your terms.